happy hour welcome back to another episode of titanic minute your daily podcast where we discuss the movie titanic minute by minute i'm your co-host rob and joined as always by my good friends joe and duff oh hi <laughs> that I was my, my that was my sitcom hi oh okay you just opened the door and waved oh hi <laughs> i didn't see you guys there I was thinking of, uh, have you ever seen clips or even the whole episode of any of those Dean Martin roasts where, or the Dean Martin show where there'd be a special guest and he didn't know who it would be till he opened the door, except he probably really did know. And it's a uh, much like that sitcom. Oh, hi. Who's our special, <laughs> who's our guest going to be? Let's just, uh, let's listen. Who knows who'll show up? Who knows? Uh, and, uh, Speaking of guests. Oh, oh, wow. It's Adlai Stevenson. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Speaking of guests, we have our uh, our uh, our luncheon here continues in this minute, in minute 35. Uh, and Rose has poor table manners. Uh, it starts with Cal, orders lamb for Rose. She's not a fan of this. Um, Molly Brown kind of snaps back that you're going to cut his, you're going to cut her meat for her too. Bad accent. I'm going to say, I'm I, I'm sorry, but it's the second worst line reading we've heard since Fabrizio. Oh, Ma- the the Kathy Bates line? I'm really sorry, and I know I'm, you guys are going to yell at me, but I think it's really bad. Uh, It doesn't bother. I, it didn't stand out for me. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, I'm I'm putting it in the, the plus column. Uh, I've, I've always kind of liked it. I'm didn't have strong opinions on it, but I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad accent. I I have a friend uh actually who uh really enjoys when she's at dinner, like on a date or whatever, and the men order for her. What? Um, have you ever d- what? Is it one of those like conservative YouTube stars who no, twenty two no. and hate you know hate feminism and just want women to be women I, again I, no it's not that i told me laren wants you to order her meal for her <laughs> yeah uh it's um no and i think it's a little different than this because like we uh, don't see that cal talks to her about what she wants i think the idea for my friend would be like they talk about what they're going to order and then she ends up telling him and then if that's the case if he knows she'd just like him to to place the order for her so basically it's like you at a bar yeah, you don't want to talk to the server because yeah. you're have a severe kind of like social anxiety problem that is probably untreated. <laughs> Absolutely untreated. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, at first I kind of had the same reaction you guys had, and then it was sort of explained. I'm like, eh, okay, nope, that's, that's the wrong too. I disagree. That's no. ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous in all circumstances to order for somebody else. Even with their blessing. I'm going to, next time I get dinner and we're together, Joe, I'm going to make sure I order just something off the menu for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, can I get a have... Sierra Mist in a wine glass, please? Thanks. <laughs> and... That's always been our joke is that we're, we're going to order our order some kind of white soda in a, was it a wine glass or a champagne wine glass? glass? It's champagne glass. Yeah. yeah, a champagne glass. Could we, could I have a, could I have a Sprite but in a champagne glass? Oh, thanks. thanks. We're celebrating tonight. <laughs> the 
you really have to make it so it's a a uh, color of soda that looks nothing like champagne or wine. But, but, <laughs> like a, it's um, like a cola. Uh, can I get um? Can, can, can I can I get a dad's root beer and a champagne glass, please? Thanks. Great. I don't want to stay up too late tonight. Just helps. <laughs> Could you bring me some Baja Blast Mountain Dew, please? <laughs> yeah, bring a bring a champagne glass of Taco Bell and God. just fill it up at the. Uh... <laughs> Listeners should know that I was party to Rob going to Taco Bell before a rock and roll concert a few weeks ago. Well, at the the time of this airing, a few months ago. Yeah, and he ordered three tacos and two desserts and ate them in less than five minutes. This is true. Hey, I was hungry. And as my dad once said, I eat so I don't get hungry. <laughs> once you're hungry, it's too late. That's ac- that's profound, actually. <laughs> um, uh, let's well, speaking guys. of eating, Rose doesn't want to, and she leaves. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to Titanic. Um, are you ready? Are you ready? You ready to go back to Titanic? Um, so Molly Brown, after... after uh, Rose storms off, right? She just doesn't she just get up and leave? Yeah, because yeah. she's not having a good time. Um, but around that time, uh, Molly tries to keep the conversation going. And she says, you know, who thought of the name Titanic? And uh, Ismay mentions he wanted a name that, you know, was portray sheer size, stability, luxury, and strength. And uh, this is when Rose makes her uh, Sigmund Freud joke. Um, so I have a lot to say about this. Um, what I want to say though, start out with is when he mentions how he named Titanic, right? There was, maybe you guys know this, but there was an 1898 novella that came out 1898. So 14 years before Titanic called the wreck of the Titan or futility. And it is about a fictional ocean liner called Titan, which sinks in the North Atlantic, after striking an iceberg, isn't that crazy, guys? That's, yeah, I've I, I've forgotten about that, but um, that's a spooky coincidence, right? Okay. And yeah. there's more. There's more. You know what I say to that? What? Ick. 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 <laughs> Titan. Ick. That's what. That's how he came up with the name. He's like Titan. Ick. Oh, mm. there we go. It's <laughs> the name of this one. Uh, both happen at night. Both happen in April. Uh, neither one had enough lifeboats. Both were considered the largest craft and great works of men. Both were described as unsinkable. Passenger count was similar. The Titan, the fictional Titan, had 2,500 passengers. Titanic had 2,200 one big difference for actually Titanic side here is on the Titan only 13 survived, whereas on the Titanic spoilers 705 survive. Isn't that crazy, guys? It's yeah, that's pretty eerie. Uh, um, I, I did not know this. This uh, a spine tingling fact. Yes. <laughs> um. So. Rose also mentions she asks Ismay about Dr. Freud and his, uh, you know, if he's ever heard of his ideas of the male preoccupation of size. Uh, so I'll um, throw it to you guys. What do you guys think about this line? Well, I got mad and I was like, I'm going to find out if there's a on two levels. Okay. 
had Freud written about this yet at this time. Okay. I got, I didn't care enough to actually find the answer to that question. And I did. Is it, <laughs> is it conceivable that he would not have heard of Freud? Because at the very end of the minute, he says he doesn't know who Freud is. Yeah. That one is, that I did enough to where, like, that seems a little far-fetched, but possible. He'd okay. gotten pretty famous by 1912. Like, uh, a man who runs in those circles of those means probably would have heard of Freud. Yeah, that's my thought as well. Um, so I've, I've, uh, I think you're right. Um, he had published a ton of work prior to 1912, including 1901's, I think, Interpretation of Dreams. So it wasn't like it had just came out. I mean, he had been a name for about a decade. Well, yeah, but you also have to, like, when did it get published in English? When did it come to the United States or to Britain and stuff? So that's, that's, that's what made it hard. Like, that's where I decided, like, uh, this movie's dumb and not worth it to it um but But, but he had he had done a lot of like high profile public lectures in 1909 and this is 1912 so yeah he probably would have should have known who he was uh to your first point though he had yet to publish his work on his ideas of the male preoccupation of size until 1920 so that is a error but i don't I don't mind that. I don't and, mind and, it. That's and, fine. And when we go back, like, well, we, you could we also, know. you could, but isn't, you could also put that same criticism towards James Cameron himself. Hmm. Why are you making such big movies all the time, dude? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Is there any other director who has worked exclusively in blockbusters the way James Cameron has? Like, even Michael Bay made that, like, that like weightlifting steroids movie with Mark Wahlberg and the rock, which had a a relatively modest budget and, you know, didn't really have explosions and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, James Cameron only makes movies like this. It's all he does. Yeah. Um, And it's also, every time I go back to it, it's weird to think of how few movies he's made for such, he's a name everyone knows whether you really follow movies or not. And, you know, Terminator, Aliens, Abyss, T2, True. Titanic, True. Avatar, True Light, Seven, right? right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so well, seven, that's like, like seven or eight. That's not, not, not the movie, not the movie Seven. Yeah, I was yeah. really confused. I was like, no, but I was like, did Duff just say James Cameron did Seven? Oh, can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> What's man. in the box? But yeah, it's a, it's a guy who's only made blockbusters, only made uh, seven movies over the course of thirty five years. I got I got a guy who's similar I, to this, and uh, that would uh, Roland Emmerich. Even he didn't he, he do made that us movie books, about uh, Stonewall riots. Yeah, I think he did. He, I don't think he directed Das Boot, right? That was Wolfgang Peterson. Wasn't oh, it? I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But he did uh, Stargate. Universal Soldier, Independence Day, Godzilla, The Patriot, The Day After Tomorrow, White House Down. But he did a he did that movie about Stonewall, didn't he? Yeah. That no one saw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's called Stonewall. Yeah. I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> uh, t- sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, All right. It got a lot of flack. Reactionary Rob hadn't heard of Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 
Jesus. He wrote and pro- or directed and produced it. So yeah, he even Roland Emmerich fell outside that. Uh... Okay. So I, I and so let's now we can put two things together. Uh, James Cameron only makes movies that are as big as possible. Been married a lot. Hmm. I wonder if something's going on. <laughs> if I may put on my rose hat for a little bit, sounds like um, someone's got a, some interesting preoccupations. Yep, stability, luxury, and strength. That's what James Cameron movies are all about. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever just walked away from a dinner? Have you ever, you know, like there's been some tension or something was said and you just get up without saying anything and walk away? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm deeply ashamed of it. I have, I have not, but I have ruined a dinner through other means. Oh no! <laughs> Go on. Um, I think your story is going to be more fun. Uh, so it's a little different, but when I was, um, I I have uh, an aunt and uncle who mean everything to me that live in Virginia, and I've visited them quite a bit, and um, I was probably in like high schoolish and we were visiting uh, and i don't entirely remember the exact trip but uh, we were at dinner i think my my mom or dad might have been there my aunt and uncle a bunch of people were there and i was like probably 15 and all through the dinner i just kept complaining i had this whole thing planned out guys i just kept complaining you about my eye this? itching yeah i planned this i had my eye i just kept complaining. did you have a bit yeah, I did. You I did. Oh my god! And I kept complaining about my eye itching. I just kept saying, like, "Man, my eye!" And I kept rubbing my eye, and like asking people if there's anything in my eye. This sounds like, and, like sociopath behavior. Doing all this stuff, and then finally, what I did is I had, without anyone notice noticing, taken a like a coffee creamer off the table, and put it in my in my like fist, oh, and then Jesus. I I finally was like, I've. This is enough, and I threw my glasses off my face, and I put my like oh, fist Rob. with the <laughs> with the creeper in my hand up to my eye, and I grabbed a fork and just jabbed the fork like into my hand, like through. <laughs> <laughs> and just cream just starts pouring down my arm, and 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 my uncle was just like oh my like he like everyone thought it was real he like jumped off like out of the table and like ran around the table to help out and i was just laughing and no one thought it was funny at the moment <laughs> <laughs> i fully endorse this behavior it's so good oh, now man. everyone loves the story i mean it's classic but oh, i had man. I, <laughs> that's such like a classic like the creamer bit is so good oh man oh. so uh, that's the way I kind of had ruined a dinner. <laughs> what were your what What was your punishment? Like, what were the repercussions of your actions? I mean, I was like a 15 year old. I'm sure they're like, well, I mean, if this is how he acts up, I think it's okay. They just looked at him and they were like, eh, I mean, he's he'll not never meet have... a girl. <laughs> <laughs> even even nature makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, that's how I ruined it one time. <laughs> All right, Joe, tell us your sad story. I don't, I don't know if I, don't I wanna, have. I don't, I don't know that I have one actually with a dinner. Like obviously we've all had sad dinners and stuff like that. But I don't know that I've ever stormed out of an, a dining experience. I think I've, I, don't I don't think I have. I don't think I have out in public. I feel like when I was a movie. I definitely have it in public. Yeah. 
as a moody teenager, I'm sure there were a few dinners that I stormed off of. Oh yeah, at home. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Um, but I I never stormed out of one with the person who designed and built the Titanic <laughs> that I was on, and the owner of a, a shipping company. <laughs> um, I did find out that uh, Ismay's line of like Freud, who is he? Passenger was um was uh improvised huh. by jonathan hyde and he is jonathan hyde from australia and he's on the commentary and he's got this kind of thick australian accent which is kind of incredible because you know he doesn't have that all here and he he tells a story about how as he quoted some fancy film journal took exception to his <laughs> to his improvised line which he thought was silly was it Caillou's de cinema yeah yeah, that's what it was. It was Harry Knowles. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I guess that's like our second big improvised line, right? I mean, I guess King of the World's improvised. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's all, that's all I have for this, for this minute. Uh, one thing. Uh, I've got, I've got some really important stuff to bring up, but okay. it's not related to the minute. So, no, I, I think it's time for big important stuff. So, <clears throat> I uh, I don't typically I don't like listening to the sound of my own voice, and the listeners don't like listening to the sound of my voice either. I would assume, but they must persevere anyways. They I don't I I talk through it, so I still get to experience without listening. So I I usually don't listen to these episodes at all. I did go back uh, last weekend and listen to the the, the pilot minute zero. Okay, and the. <laughs> We got to talk about some bills that need to get paid (laughs) because I was promised certain things in order for me to do this and certain conditions are not ripe for them. Mm -hmm. One of the, the one I'm bringing the, the, the the one I'm most excited to discuss here is that Rob did promise to get waterboarded. Yes. Uh, And it's, it's, and Duff brought up that it should be, uh, we, we should embrace authenticity and wait until it's cold out to <laughs> do that. And it is quite cold out now. I would assume similar to the conditions uh, around the wreck of the Titanic. So it's time to start discussing the logistics of when and where will Rob get waterboarded? Because th- that's basically the only reason I agreed to do this dumb project. So, Duff, um, I would assume you want to be there when he's waterboarded, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so Rob did make this commitment. It is now cold enough outside for this t- to happen. Uh, are, is Rob, Rob, are you going to back out of this now? It's among the most awful things that can happen to a human being. Yeah, I'm against it. Uh, <laughs> I'm also against it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm against it in all instances, instances except this. <laughs> I'm I'm all against this. Uh, what I will do in exchange, how's this? If you guys can rustle up some phone books, I'll take a couple hits. <laughs> what? <laughs> rustle. What does that have to do with anything? Oh man, phone books. <laughs> Not even sure I just wanted. I, I I just feel like Rob probably remembers saying this and thought that that we forgot, and I just. This is our minute 35, and I just want to throw it out there. I didn't forget. 
You should so I'm, I'm, you should tweet I'm, at us if you want to uh, if you're in favor of this. Here here's I've found a quote here how uh, from an article called "Just How Bad Is Waterboarding?" It's awful. Um, it's like living death. There's sheer panic. Uh, even though rationally and logically you know that this is a controlled environment, you still feel like you're shackled to the bottom of a pool and you can't get out. And it's really your lungs are screaming. And you feel like it's a difficult sensation to describe, but maybe the closest analogy is like having a hot coal in your chest that you can't get out. Yeah, I'm totally not doing that, guys. <laughs> Why did you <laughs> did you not know what it was? Before? I knew what it was, but Joe, I wanted you on this project. So take that as a compliment and don't harm your friend. <laughs> you won't receive harm. Well, perceived harm. <laughs> Mental harm. We're not even at the drowning bits in this movie. That's true. So hold your horses and dolphins. <laughs> Do you see him? Yeah. Do you see him? <laughs> He's a dolphin. Uh, Joe, do you have anything else? I'm not doing it. <laughs> Listen, we're 35 episodes in. If you've listened to this far, just listen to me waterboarded. You might as well just unsubscribe now. It's not happening. I'm not going to get waterboarded. What if you let I me? I feel like a promise was made, and it's really disrespectful to the listeners to Promises not are through. meant to be broken. No fear. What? No. Do you guys have anything else? I'm in at 35. Now I'm mad. It's supposed to be happy hour. <laughs> now it's this sad homicide hour. <laughs> well, I, you know. It needed to be brought up again because that, that was a pretty bold statement they made in that pilot episode, and I, I feel like enough time has gone by where it's time to revisit it, and it's it looks like you have chickened out. Well, Duff didn't do his nude modeling yet. Well, That's not true. That, that, was, well, that was the next thing on my list, actually. <laughs> well, if Duff does the nude modeling, will you get waterboarded? No. Oh, man. Weak. Nope. Okay. Because I wanted to host the uh, blurred out picture of Duff nude that one of the people drew on our website. I think that would have been good. Don't you? Well, if we're really going matching the movie, you wouldn't see anything below the equator. That's true. Guys, and, this... and, and we would you would have been wearing a Speedo, and the artist would just imagine what's underneath. <laughs> yeah. And the artist would be Joe. Are you <laughs> Joe Cameron? Joe Cameron. <laughs> uh, does either of you guys have anything else? We need to end this because um, we got to even see if we come back from minute 36, really, at this point. Uh, the whole contract that was built up around the production of this podcast is not broken down. Hey, sometimes we run over budget. <laughs> We're going to have to repair some relationships off air. Yep. <laughs> We'll be, we'll maybe, we'll, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens Monday.